introduce. Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome back to Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. And this week, I am just super excited to share this story with you. I have Caroline Ehler with us. She is a software engineer turned commercial real estate investor at the very young age of 24, owns currently 470 units of multifamily and self-storage units. Her company, Gen Z Equity, aims to educate the younger generation to deploy their money to build wealth while they're still young. So Caroline, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to hear more about your company and kind of your journey. Well, thank you so much, Angela. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to be here to be able to share with your followers, your listeners, more about generational wealth and what that looks like and how you can really empower the next generation to build wealth. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you get started on this journey? Yes, there were a couple different things. I think sometimes it takes a couple different triggers to be able to realize that something is made for your journey. Um, And so firstly, the very first hint of real estate was I used to be an event coordinator. So I was a wedding wedding coordinator um, in college. And that was my side hustle because I've always been entrepreneurial and always had what I'd call hobbies that make money. So they weren't necessarily businesses, but I was doing a wedding for a friend and um, the wedding venue, the whole wedding venue was on sale. It was a hundred million dollars, which is wild, but it's a really nice wedding venue in Charlottesville, Virginia. And it's one of the best. And I heard that the, the owner likes to flaunt his wealth. And so sometimes he'll put it up for sale and it's not even really for sale, which is just so silly. But um. I walked away from that wedding just thinking, how can I be that person? I want to be that person that owns a $100 million wedding venue. It's something that I love and realized, you know, there is so much power in being the person that owns the venue and getting to share that, like, that really amazing experience with other people. Um, But only a select few people, like, really ever make it to that point where they are able to do that. So, um, eventually I started studying real estate and investing in COVID when everyone had time. And I challenged myself, I'm going to try to learn day trading, learn the stock market. Finally, it's something that it was such a black box to me, but ultimately I got like one day in, I think I Googled how to day trade or something like that. And it led me to real estate investing. Cause I think it listed all the different types of investing. And I said, oh my God, I would rather flip houses. I would rather go buy real estate then trying to figure out what this candle map looks like. I have no idea what that is, you know? So I can't, I don't even know what it is still. It doesn't matter because I found my niche in real estate um, and started studying that and it sort of led me here and I can share more about that too, but um, yeah. Yeah, so talk about your first, when you first started investing, what was the first thing that you looked at and kind of where your thought process was to start that journey? Yes. Um, I, I really did a good job consuming content and educating myself. I'd say for a solid year, I ended up getting my real estate license, trying to get into the industry and become an expert in something. And that gave me a lot of industry insight into what buying and selling real estate looks like. There's a lot of differences between real estate in the residential side. And then the commercial side, there are a lot of similarities with like purchase agreements and understanding contracts. 
um, who's bound to what, things like that. So that was helpful. But ultimately, my area is super expensive. I live in Northern Virginia outside of D.C., and it just you got to go like two hours outside of D.C. in order to start getting to affordable housing. So that became a, an obstacle where I realized at this age, I I just I didn't have the means to be able to purchase and do something like a Burr method style investing or flipping in my area because just the average high, like house price, I think, is 700K. It's just a lot. Wow. So I figured I'll go look invest at investing out of state. And I found a Grant Cardone conference and figured, Grant Cardone, yeah, like he'll teach me how to invest out of state. And I went to a multifamily conference accidentally. I had no idea I was really signing up for that. And he preaches, if you can, instead of buying one door in one deal, you could buy a hundred doors in one deal. It's the same amount of effort, just a little bit more expensive. And you, you will all of a sudden be scaling your business very quickly. And that I was sold. I ended up meeting my business partners there. So this is an in-person conference and it was to like almost to this day, one year ago. Um, it was like the second week of July, 2022. And I, the last person I met was Alex Lovely, who turned into my then business partners. Um, and I ended up just following them around, honestly, trying to provide a lot of value to this team that I felt were aligned with where I wanted to go and were so kind to essentially give me any attention as kind of the underdog in these rooms. And they were incredibly helpful and so giving in terms of the opportunities. And I ended up helping start, found his, um, his marketing company and proved basically the value I can bring through that. And then got into my two multifamily and commercial deals now with them. Awesome. Awesome. I know Alex personally as well. He's, he's so incredible. He gives so much back to the community. Exactly. education through his time you know I'm a Christian so he's Christian based I love that about him because it goes to show that we can incorporate personal life business business life and religion and what we do and be supportive of each other in that way and even if you're not religious you know we're, we're we can still empower you and teach you how to invest in this market so marketing company. Very interesting. I'd like to hear more about what you're doing in that, in that realm as well. It's way out of my comfort zone. I, I, I don't know marketing. I actually hired my daughter to do that for me. <laughs> That's amazing. It's definitely critical when it comes to things like capital raising. Um, I learned so much taking on a project, like running something that could scale so quickly, like Alex's marketing company. I mean, you learn trial by fire feels like you're drinking from a fire hose. So that was really, really nice because I got educated very quickly instead of maybe doing business school and learning by the book, I actually got to learn by doing. So um, we built out a lot of his sales funnels and drove traffic to things like his webinar. Um, that grew insanely quickly. He had some really big names on pretty quickly. Um, and that was exciting because at the same time, while we built out the infrastructure and the logistics of being able to raise capital using sales funnels, um, simultaneously, we were building a community that actually got to, like you said, give back, build rapport, and um, it just expanded so 
rapidly. And I think that was really special to see because sometimes people miss parts of what marketing really is. And it's honestly just providing free value to other people and showing opportunities where what you offer is going to solve their problems um, without, you know, effort necessarily on their part, you know, showing them that um, what they always hoped and dreamed can happen if you partner with. Uh, So that has been really exciting. Um, I no longer work for um, the marketing company. Now we're just in deals, but I've been able to deploy all the strategies that we worked on and got Alex to just grow so quickly on Instagram. And now I've been using it and deploying it for my own personal brand and to capital raise for my deals. So that's um, been so rewarding to have tried and built something for someone else and then getting to turn it back and build out my business. And that's been really exciting to get here. Awesome. Awesome. How do you tell me a little bit about how you are um, reaching the younger audience? Because obviously you started younger. You're way ahead of the curve for many people of your age. And I've learned that, you know, I, I taught my daughter from a very young age. She's almost 20, but she finds it difficult sometimes to find like-minded people. So how do you reach that audience and teach them, you know, a better way, a better way for themselves? Yes, that's a great question. Um, I personally experience that and struggle with it because finding like-minded people is the way you can continue your business. If you don't have people, maybe you feel alone, maybe, you know, the struggles add up and you never want to actually exit on your business. You always need that hope and you need community. Um, I think there are two sides to this where there's someone that you can use sort of as a mentor, maybe it's a peer mentor, it's your community, it's your friends. There's another side to it where there's an audience that you might be trying to generate leads from and convert. And those are two different people. Um, And I've split up my target avatar, excuse me, my target avatar into two different, um, into two different sections. I'd say one section is someone that feels equally yoked to me, is maybe more my peer, like-minded, and I'm trying to produce things like content on my Instagram to appeal to those people and attract those people because I want to hang out with those people. But there's a second part of this where this is a business and running, like raising capital, trying to expand my reach, trying to build community on the other side and on the investor side has looked different. And that can still come from the younger generations that can absolutely come from Gen Z. There are some insanely successful and amazing Gen Z people out there that have had businesses that blew, blew up too, um, that definitely have capital to deploy. And so I've tried to appeal to a, a larger audience at the same time as well, where I can provide insight to maybe people that are more new, if they're newbies and they need to be educated first before they can go and deploy capital. I've focused on content for that. Um, a lot of times people will try to post very, very niche expertise content on social media because they think it'll attract the the most, uh, like the the highly successful investors. And that's not necessarily true because a lot of times the experts, when they see more beginner type of content, um, it's really fun to watch sometimes because they can confirm it's like a self-confirming video where they can say, yes, I have done that. 
that kind of can inflate their ego and and you might actually end up appealing to um, the audience you need, which is both beginners, but also those experts, um, because they can still appreciate that type of content um, and and see that you're an expert and you're looking to teach people. I think that definitely attracts people that are well aligned with me. Um, and it's important to understand who your audience is and your avatar. If you're going to have an avatar that is techie, obviously go jump on those tech hashtags, go jump and talk about threads, you know, talk about what the latest things that are in that space. And if you really understand who you're marketing to, it'll be way easier to be able to um, understand what type of maybe sales funnel strategy or capital raising strategy you want to use because you don't have to use social media. There's so many other ways you could um, deploy your strategies. Awesome. Awesome. So if you could give one tip to someone who say they're in college or junior, senior in college, and they're like, where do I start? Where's one place that you would recommend for them to start? I would say don't fret. You're again ahead of the curve um, by, by possibly decades. And I didn't know what multifamily was a year ago. And I have to admit that it's insane. And I've been able to fast forward so quickly. I think a lot of it is um, God. And this is just, I feel like what I've been equipped to do. But ultimately, it is something that anyone can pursue. I'd say do your best to get, if, if you know you want to go this route, your best to get into high quality rooms and you can you can totally tell if a room is going to be high quality or not you can go to local meetups start there see if someone has connections to the next level maybe there's a broker meeting maybe there's an industry specific meeting that you can join um you can work your way up you don't have to stay local you could go national i went to conferences and that changed my life so i sometimes you pay a premium to go to conferences and and get a VIP ticket. But when you get that v VIP ticket, you know, maybe you spent a thousand dollars, but now you have direct access to people that are big players in the industry. And I like that the commercial real estate industry is extremely small. And kind of once you know one person, you're only a couple degrees of separation away from yeah. Grant Cardone. You know, it's it's actually wild. And I don't want people to discount themselves as a player because you're it's really, really close. Um, and very possible for you to be able to build out a good reputation in this industry and 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 for people to give you opportunities. And a lot of this is based on networking connections. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. Awesome. I know that um, you have some great mentors in your world, and I, I am so proud of what you've accomplished. And I love that you're you're targeting that younger audience, too, because there's such a lack of information and education in our college system that people have to seek outside information and people like you are empowering those people. So awesome, awesome. All right, so fun question to close out the podcast. If you could have a super talent or superpower, what would that be and why? I, I think I have to go back to like my software background. I wish I could code. I studied it so long and I can't do it. I just, it's my heart's not in it. And it's also kind of difficult for my brain. I think I ended up kind of getting more of a salesy brain, like more creative. And I just wish I could take back the four years I spent agonizing over all my code because I would love to be able to code an app instantly, basically like ChatGPT. I wish I was ChatGPT and could at the snap of my fingers create the apps that are in my head and try to like expand them into businesses that would be 
super exciting for me. I could turn it into more of a superpower and actually, you know, hack systems for the government and try to be, you know, a cyber hero. So I think that that speaks to my heart and would be my superpower that I'd love. Yeah, obviously God had another plan for you and you're doing amazing on that plan. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, Caroline, how do they do that? Yes. Okay. A couple of things. So I have Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, threads, all of the things, Facebook. You can find me at it's Caroline Ehler. So that's I-T-S-C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-E-H-L-E-R, all one word. Um, I also have a book coming out pretty soon um, this quarter, and it's on raising capital using sales funnels. Um, and so you can go to genzequity.com slash book if you want to join my book launch and get early access to this book before it comes out. So I am just really honored to be able to share with you all. Um, please, please pass this episode along to your kids. Listen to it in the car if you can. Have them you know, in proximity to all the things that you're doing and learning. Don't discount them. Don't leave them out because you know, they pick up on so much more than you even realize. And um, I had a mom that was amazing and, and empowered me and included me in on all her business decisions. And I think that that's been super pivotal. Um, and, and she's a makeup artist. So it, you, you don't have to be an investor to be able to impact your kid. Um, you can start small. And I am just so grateful, Angela, for letting me come on and talk to you all. And I wish everyone the best in their you know generational wealth building journey. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So another podcast episode, Empower Her Money. I am your host, Angela Duncan, and we continue our journey on empowering women and providing business and financial tips for that betterment. So thank you again, Caroline. And until next week, Empower Her Money podcasts.